morning everybody today is november 28th 2022 this is phenomenally purposeful you and this is your girl empress here coming back at you with another podcast episode if you are new to this well (laughs) it's monday morning if you are new to this podcast welcome And if you are not new and you've been rocking with me for a little bit, thank you so much for tuning in and continuously being here and rocking with me. I greatly appreciate it. So welcome to another episode of Phenomenally Purpose with You. This one, I don't think is going to be long, but I say that on the ones that are actually long, so I do apologize. I am on my way to work. I hope all of you are listening, receive this word, uh, open-heartedly. And um, before I begin um, the topic that, you know, I feel like talking about today, just a reminder of God's grace and God's goodness, um, let's just pray. If you are on your way in traffic, like me, do not close your eyes, <laughs> please. I want you to concentrate on the what you're doing on the road. But if you are in a place where you are safe, you can close your eyes and just bow your head and uh, just pray with me. I appreciate it. Dear Heavenly Father, God, I say thank you for waking us up this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Heavenly Father, God, and we thank you for the wonderful time we've had, some of us with friends and family, this, excuse me, Thanksgiving season. Heavenly Father, God, as we prepare for Christmas, Lord, remind us that it's not about the gifts, it's not about the lights, it's not about the food, it's not about, you know, all of those things that are materialistic, Lord, but it's about your birth, your son's birth, your son who had a purpose to come down on Calvary, to live and to show us and others before us how we should live our lives and how we should love on one another. But Lord, uh, allow us to see the truth about Christmas, Heavenly Father God, and how it's the wonderful birth of Jesus Christ. And so we're so thankful for his birth because without him, we would not be able to be so God, we thank you for the season that we are coming across. We thank you for opening our eyes this year for a lot of things. And we thank you for the things that you saved us from when we thought we knew better. So God, I thank you. I pray for this word that you have placed in my heart to give to others. What I pray for each and every person that is listening to the words upon my lips. What I pray that their hearts will be open to the words that you have for today. The words I say today please you, Lord, because it's for your glory, not for mine. Lord, I thank you for all that you do in your son's precious name we pray. Amen. 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 So right to it, guys. Um, today, uh, I just got back from the holiday season with my family. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving and that you were able to share it with your loved ones, whether it's your friends or your family or your friends who you adopted as family. I pray you had a good holiday. So like I mentioned, I'm on my way to work. So there you guys, if you're new to this podcast, there are times where I'll get really dead silent because I'm focused on the road or I could, you know, get off track because of something that's happening while I'm driving and forget where I'm, where my statement is. So forgive me if you are new to this podcast. You'll kind of get used to it. Um, I like to mention that I'm raw. I don't edit this podcast. What you hear is what you hear. So... Um, you can hear me sneeze, you can hear me um, get quiet, like I mentioned, you can hear me 
Um, you can hear the cars driving by me, like the semi trucks, stuff like that. Um, might hear a couple horns be honked. Who knows what this Monday morning will bring, but I'm just praying everybody on this highway will be safe everywhere. Everybody needs to be at their destination these days as well. See, like there's a semi truck right by me, so I'm not sure if you'll be able to hear any of this. Hopefully you would be. But let's, for all those who can, let's go ahead and start. So today, like I said, it's November 28th, it's a Monday morning, and I'm in traffic. But I always like to start my day with a word, the word of the day, a devotional, something to support. And it, the, the word, the devotional that I read today, and Bible verse kind of go hand in hand, really. And so, um, this car is really close to me, and I have no idea why. Like, why are they so close? Like, on my tail, close. See, see what I mean? Like, I get off topic because I'm worried about the car behind me, look like looking like they're about to hit me. So anyway, um, going to what I was saying. So. The verse of the day is Hebrews 11.1, and if you want to turn with me to that book, I can uh, read the verse right quick while I'm at a stop, because traffic is bumper to bumper this morning, as usual. So, Hebrews 11.1 says, Now faith is confidence in what we hope for, and assurance about what we do not see. So, faith is based on things, it's basically believing things, even when you cannot see them. And it ties into one of my favorite verses, which is walk by faith, not by sight. And you got to walk by faith. What exactly does that mean? Walking by faith means that you you. It's almost like blind faith or childlike faith. You must be really in a hurry because you are driving crazy. And traffic is bumper to bumper. You're not going to get any further by bullying people on the road. Sorry. Anyway. So, faith. I've talked about faith a lot on this podcast. And I think it's because every day I feel like God is strengthening me in my faith season and maybe some of you feel the exact same way like God is strengthening your faith or he's stretching your faith and you might be like okay God what are you going to have me do today what are you going to have me do tomorrow you know things that we can't necessarily worry about God's going to do what God does and so my devotional today and it had me thinking about the Bible the verse of the day and I was like, okay, this goes hand in hand because, you know, sometimes when God calls you to do something, he might call you to do something outrageous. It may seem outrageous in the eyes of humans, but it's not outrageous in the eyes of God. So my devotional was talking about Samuel and how God called Samuel, right, in the middle of the night. And um, we're doing a devotional on when God speaks, what to expect. And it's kind of like with faith. Let's say God told you to do something. 
You may not know the outcome of why God told you to do what he told you to do, but God told you to do something. So, you, we need, we, not you, we need to be obedient to what God is calling us to do. So, I'm going to read you my devotional, and it says, what God, When God Speaks, What to Expect, Part 1, right? And it says, We all need to develop an appetite for hearing God's voice. However, to recognize God's voice and to be led by God's Spirit, we must we must take the posture of obedience we see in 1 Samuel 3, 1 through 14. So I'm gonna jump there. Because though that's important to know what the what the word of God is saying in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 1 through 14, I think is what it said, right? Yeah. Okay. So, 1 Samuel, chapter 3, verses 1 through 14. The boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of God was rare. rare. There was not many visions. One night, Eli, whose eyes were, were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was laying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not yet gone out. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark was where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, Here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, Here I am, you called me. But Eli said, I did not go call you. I did not call. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay back down. Again the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, you called? My son, Eli said, I did not call. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not know yet the Lord. The word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. A third time the Lord called Samuel, and Samuel got up, went to Eli, and said, Here I am, you called me? Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go and lie down, and if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. The Lord came and stood there, calling as all the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, for your servant is speaking. And the Lord said to Samuel, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who hears about it tingle. At the time I will carry out against I'm sorry, at the time I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke about I spoke against his family from the beginning to the end. For I told him that I will judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God. And he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore of the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Okay. I'm going to continue reading a little bit. So it's verse 15 we're at now. Samuel laid down until morning and then opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called him and said, Samuel, my son. 
Samuel answered, Here I am. What is it he said to you? Eli asked, Do not hide from me. May God deal with you. Be it ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he told you. So Samuel told him everything, hiding nothing from him. Then Eli said, He is the Lord. Let him do what is good in his eyes. The Lord was with Samuel as he grew up, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. And all Israel from Dan to Beersheba recognized that Samuel was attested as a prophet of the Lord. The Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, and there he revealed himself to Samuel through his word. So there's a lot going on in that, right? You might be like, Empress, what does that have to do with faith? So in that small part, God was calling Samuel and God did not know Samuel. There's times, guys, God reveals himself through a lot of things. Everything, every day, God reveals himself. And when God is revealing himself, even as you can see in this chapter, that, or in that part of the chapter, of 1 Samuel chapter 3, that God was calling Samuel, but Samuel did not know God. That's why he didn't recognize his voice. There's times where God has been calling you, and you haven't answered the calling because you don't recognize God's voice. Eli, knowing who God is, recognizing God's voice, was able to say to Samuel, you know what, it's not me that's calling you, it's God that's calling you, so the next time he calls, answer him. And it wasn't, if it wasn't for Samuel the obedience and his faith, if he didn't answer that call, if he didn't answer God, who knows if Eli would have had known what God was going to do, right? That vision wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for Samuel being obedient, having faith, and answering God. So there's some things that you might be going through in your life. And God might be telling you, be still. Don't worry about it, be still. And because, if for you, for example, if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a believer, you might be like, well, how do I know God? How do I know the voice of God? And that's a whole other topic of discussion that I will be grateful to do a podcast episode on. I believe I have done one in the past, but I'm not sure. I talk so much, I don't know. <laughs> But um, being obedient to the word of God and allowing God, not even being obedient to the word of God, but being obedient to him. You know, God instructs us to do certain things. And I went to church yesterday with my best friend and her ex-boyfriend, and it was a really great service. And guys, I haven't been to a physical church in a long time. It's been a while. And... I was extremely happy to be there, felt so much love, but I'm not going to lie, I had a lot of anxiety, 
and then yesterday morning I woke up and I said I am so tired like I did not sleep well I had anxiety that night and I was like I don't I didn't sleep well I said God I'm so tired I really can skip out on church today. I can go, I can always watch later. I can, you know, do this and this. But then I heard a small voice say, get up and worship me. I said, okay, God, I'm gonna get up. I'm not gonna complain. I'm gonna get up. And I got up. I got dressed. I ironed my um, jumpsuit that I wore. I mean, my, well, technically a jumpsuit, yeah jumpsuit and I went to church and I had a great time and God that that word was for me in so many ways and the word was on joy and experiencing joy even with generosity I mean not just your money but even giving your time you know allowing God to use you and guys I think about this podcast how God allowed me to create this podcast to spread his word and to spread who he is and how amazing God is. And um, I always said every anyone can come to this podcast. You feel welcome to listen to it. It's an open space, free space for others and for all to listen. And I was, you know, having a conversation with one of my friends the other day. And we, we were discussing about how God, when Jesus was on this earth... He taught us how to, how we should live, right? Even, even Jesus was tempted and tested on this earth. That's why he's able to understand when we pray and we cry out to God. He's able to understand what we're going through. He's able to understand like, God, I'm, I'm my back's against the wall. I don't have nothing left to give. And even even in this, like going back to faith, the pastor that preached yesterday, he preached on, like I said, joy and generosity. And he spoke about the fact that uh, when he first moved to the city where he was at from, I mean, the city where he's from, you know, to help be a part of the church, God told him to give him to to be generous with his with his finances. And God told him, give your whole life savings. And he's looking like, um, nah, that's not God saying that. <laughs> but it was. And he's like, God, what what do you mean give my life savings? Like, that's everything I have to move. And God wanted him to do so. Sometimes God challenges us to see how faithful we are. Oh, there's an accident. No wonder traffic is really bad. Okay, that makes sense. Hold on one second, guys. I'm trying to get over. Oh, Jesus, right in the back. Thank you, mister. Um, sorry. Anyway, so, it's, it's this concept of Allowing God to stretch our faith. God, like for instance, uh, there was a time where I wasn't working. I was in school, and I needed to tithe. And I, I, I'm not a consistent tither. I will say that, but I want to change that this next upcoming year, starting actually this month if I can. 
I want to be able to give God what God gives me. God allows me to work. God allows me the ability to maintain a paycheck. I should be able to give God my, my, my 10%. And it's funny because my, a friend of mine from college, he was like that. He said he was making a lot of money at one point and he wasn't able to, you know, he wasn't the nicest person where he was working. It was not a very healthy environment for him. And, you know, he took a pay cut. That, you know, God, I'm still gonna give you my your ten percent. I'm still gonna give you ten percent. I'm still gonna give you my tithe. I'm still gonna, you know, there's times where I may be wondering where this is gonna come from, but God, I got like, you know, I'm never gonna drop my tithe. And I know, like, when I'm in a fight, and I'm not saying you this for a financial blessing, but God shows up in, in mysterious ways, you guys, and I've I've experienced that myself, like. At one point, I was not tithing, and I was like, okay, God, why am I, I'm having financial issues. I'm having issues maintaining my finances. I'm having, I'm just spending money on my credit card. I'm just racking it up. What am, like, what is going on? Because it seemed like my finances, my income coming in was not sustainable to live off of. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, why, like, do I need a better job? Are you trying to get me to move? And, you know, and God spoke to me when I was in a place of being able to hear God. And that's, that's some of the things, guys, you know. A lot of us may not be able to hear God because we're so busy with our own lives and our own circumstances and our own issues. We don't realize, okay, maybe God's trying to get my attention and I haven't been hearing him because of the fact that I've been so busy. Sometimes we pray and we think God's not answering our, our prayers. That's not true. There's always a season. There's always a time and a place. But God is always going to answer our prayers. And he may answer it when we least expect it. He may answer it in a different way than we expect him to answer it. But he's going to answer it. So in my case, God gave me a word and he said, where is your time with me? It was basically like, okay, God, my finances. Like, why am I struggling in my finances? What is going on? And God's like, you haven't put me first in your finances. You put everyone else. You put, you know, your friends, you know, your your friends, your family. But where am I? You put yourself first. Where am I in your finances? And I've always struggled because I'm like, okay, God, I only have a little bit of money. I only have so much and God's like you know God can't give you more if you can't value what you got I mean he can but it doesn't make sense it's like giving somebody something that they don't appreciate giving giving them stuff that they don't appreciate so I got to a point where I said alright God I need to start tithing well help me Lord help me tithe what if I can't give you the full 10% God's like, okay, that's okay. Give me some. Be faithful in that. Because when you're faithful in the small things, you'll be faithful in the big things. And guys, when I tell you, I started tithing, and this was in a couple years ago, I started tithing. All of a sudden, I was able to 
whatever bills or whatever, something that I couldn't control, I had the money for it. And I said, oh my gosh, God, I really just needed to start tithing and start putting me first. I had already started giving God the first of my day, but I needed to give God my first and my finances. I needed God to be my first in everything, every part of my life. It was very bumpy this morning. Sorry, guys. Um, and I was like, okay, guys, I'm going to put you first. Every day when I remember to make this prayer, I sometimes forget. I said, God, please allow me to put you first. Allow me to put you first. That's my prayer. God, let me be, let me put you first at all times. Before I start my day, let me put you first. So now my prayer is, God, let me put you first in my finances every month. Before I even pay any bills, because my dad used to tell me, so that pay your bills, pay yourself. But it's like, it's been a while. I used to watch my parents tithe growing up. I didn't understand, like, oh, why are we giving money to the church? Is it something we're supposed to do? And then I started, you know, hearing the word on tithing. And I said, oh, we're supposed to. Tithe. Okay, what is tithing? What does that look like? You know, what exactly is it? And sometimes tithing can be not even financial, but God wants to see our faith stretched. So I know for myself, like I said, on my goals, or not even a goal, but like, you know, a lifestyle change I want to make is to tithe my finances time and give God what he a portion of what he gives me because he's not asking you for your full check he may he may he may he may ask for it but you know God God spoke and he said you know give me just give me your time give me your put me first put me first you don't put me first enough you don't spend time with me enough. And that's really ultimately what God wants from us. I go back to saying it all the time. God just wants a relationship with us. That's ultimately what it is. He wants a relationship. He wants us to be able to stand on his word and be able to, you know, preach the gospel to every creature like his word says. So there's times going back to with Samuel and calling and faith it all ties together because have have you ever randomly had this random idea to start a business and you were just you didn't even have a clue how to start a business you didn't have a clue or maybe it was a clue and you had you woke up one morning and you decided hey I'm gonna move to Virginia I don't know anybody there I don't know what's going on in Virginia but I just have this great desire to move there all of a sudden never thought about it or some of you that actually do hear from God, you recognize God's voice, and you hear, okay, God, God said, wake up, I, I, I need you to plant a church in a, in a different city, I need you to plant a church in a different state, I need you to plant a church in a different country, and you're looking like, God, how am I, I'm not called to do, like, no, I'm not worthy of planting a church. I'm not even worthy of anything to that 
close close to that. I'm that no. That's me? No, can't be me. You must mean somebody else. You must mean my children. You must mean my husband. You must mean my spouse, my boyfriend, my whoever, but not me. Do you know sometimes the craziest thing that God has called us to do is the thing that saves so many lives? And I think back to the story of Moses and how Moses was called to free the, 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 um, the Israelites out of Egypt. And Moses was probably thinking to myself, I'm a murderer. I killed a man. I've done so many things, God. How are you going to use me? That's not the right way to think, you guys. And sometimes I be thinking that same way. I'm like, God, okay, um, are you sure about this? I don't know about this. You know, and God's going to use you. You've got to allow him to use you. You've got to be obedient to his word. you got to have faith. Stand on faith. And faith is going to, when you stand on faith sometimes, it's going to have you looking absolutely crazy. It's going to have you absolutely looking abnormal and bizarre to other people. Like I said one time on my Facebook page, I said that I said that some, I said I said faith has you faith has you looking I said something along the lines like faith has you looking absolute faith no 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 I said faith has uh, God doesn't need anyone's permission for your calling or something I said to that nature it was kind of like the whisper regarding your calling and faith God doesn't need anybody's permission. doesn't need anyone's permission to say, Stephanie, you need to go be a lawyer. That you know nothing about law. You're trying to figure out, well, God, I, 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 how am I going to get into law school? He's already got it figured out. So many times we worry about the steps. I'm speaking to myself when I say this. Sometimes we worry about the minimal steps that we don't, we don't see the bigger picture. You know, God might have you in somebody's life to work with them and to show them to show them favor, to show God's favor, because they don't they don't have that relationship with God. God is going to be using you as a vessel, and you're limiting yourself because you don't think you're equipped to what God has called you to do. Don't do that. Because it's not about you; it's about God. Like I said, faith will have you thinking free. Can you imagine Noah when he built the ark? He was telling everybody, God's about to flood the earth. And everybody's looking at him like, whoosh, whoosh, That is not true. And he's looking like, guys, he's warning people, God is about to flood the earth. Like, I need you to pay attention. I need you to get on this boat with us. I'm going to be building the ark. And he starts building the ark. And everybody's looking at Moses like, you are crazy. I mean, not Moses, Noah. You are crazy. Like, but he trusted God. He believed God. And because of Noah's obedience, we are here today. Because God had smited the whole entire earth. Every piece of the earth, even the parts that weren't even made yet, were smothered in water. Because it rained for 40 days and 40 nights, nonstop, all over world. Oh, whoa. Can you imagine being 
on the ark. I don't even know if there are windows on the ark. Can you imagine being on a boat with animals for 40 days, 40 nights? Every single animal and every other human being. Like, I can't even imagine the sound that they've heard of people probably dying. People, like, we talk about how hurricanes bring floods and stuff like that. Can you imagine? Can you imagine it? It, 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 my will, it baffles me. But there was so much sin, and God was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. But God also promised he would never flood the earth again. The word of God in, in um, Revelation says the next time God actually destroys the earth, it's going to be with fire. I don't know what's worse. I, don't, I would not want to be burned. But that's at a later time. That's another topic for another day. But anyway, um, it, it, it's definitely something that is um, that is wild faith. Faith, you gotta have childlike faith. And if you don't know what that means, have you know when you know when you tell a kid, um, like, hey, you know, Santa Claus is gonna get you everything. If you guys tell your kids about Santa Claus and say, hey, you know. You're gonna, um, Santa Claus is gonna get you a new bike. Just by your word of mouth, they believe in Santa Claus. Just by their word of mouth, they believe they're gonna get a bike. So they have this expectation they're gonna get a bike. Right? You never said what Christmas is gonna be, right? Let's say you can't get the bike. So now it's the next Christmas, they didn't get a bike. Christmas after that, they didn't get a bike. So now their their faith is like shaken because they're like, okay, I'm not getting a bike. Like I didn't get a bike last Christmas. I didn't get a bike Christmas before. And all of a sudden, their birthday pops up two years later and they get a bike. Sometimes, you guys, we need to have child childlike faith when God is telling us to do something or about certain situations in our lives. We need, oh, they're not going to let them in. That's just rude. I mean, the end of choice is going to be an accident. Anyway, sorry. Um, We need to have childlike faith. My nose keeps itching. We need to have childlike faith. Because when you tell a child something, they believe it's going to happen. And I feel like as we go through life as adults, we lose that childlike faith because we believe in man and man has disappointed us so many times but God's not God's not like man God's not going to disappoint you when God says you're going to get something whatever he's going to bless you with and you got to think about it our views on what blessings are are not the same as God's God's mind is definitely not like ours ours are so limited it's crazy. Now you were wrong for that. They almost got into an accident because this car turned. Um, but like I was saying, you have to have childlike faith. Believe what we're told. And I'm not saying have childlike faith with, with man because man's never going to get it perfect. 
man's never going to be right, but God will always be right. But when God says, give me your first, his word says, give me your first, and I will bless you abundantly. For his word says, um, you know, there's, there's so many treasures that's going to be in heaven. We can't see those physical things. And when you gotta have, when you walk like, when you walk with faith, you can't walk by sight. It's the, and, it, and it's so. I'm telling you guys, it's, it's it's hard some days. It's definitely hard because you're just like, okay, God, how am I gonna make this work? How am I gonna make my circumstances? And God is like, I'm not asking you to make it work. I'm asking you to trust me. <laughs> and sometimes it can be difficult. It can be difficult because you're just like, okay, God, where's Ooh, I was about to go and I changed my mind. Lord have mercy. I was not trying to get in an accident this morning. Um, it's like, for instance, I'll use another example. When you leave home from work or when you leave home to go to school, you always believe that you're going to come back home safely, right? It's just an automatic. You leave work and you come home. It's, it's a given. It's never, it's not something that you don't think about. But there are some people who literally leave work and never come home. They had the expectation. They had that faith that they were going to come home again. They were going to be having dinner with that family, that their family or themselves, their cats, their pets, that night, and they never did. You have to have that same faith when it comes to God. Believing that you are going to have everything that you asked for according to his riches and glory. And when you ask God for certain things, you have to be in mind, like not not selfishly. Like God, I wanna I wanna get married so I don't be alone. No, 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 no. You might want to change that prayer to God, I wanna get married to glorify you with my spouse. I wanna be able to have my marriage as a ministry for others. to run you're okay miss anyway um you know so allow god to use you the way that you should be used because for his glory not our glory that's why this podcast was created i have god to use me as his vessel in ways that I've never been used before. And a normally purpose for you was created. It wasn't something that I randomly thought of. What is this car doing? Okay, we're just gonna go. Um, it wasn't something that I just was like, hey, I want to create a podcast. Like, no, definitely was not like that. But anyways, um. Sorry, this episode, I said it wasn't going to be long, but I had a feeling it would have been, so I got distracted a lot on the road, but um, I've made it to my job, and I want you guys to have a blessed day. Since I prayed earlier in the podcast, I will not be ending it with prayer today, but hope you guys have many blessings, and continue to stay safe. Remember to have your faith, remember to, remember to listen to God's word. God's calling and he calls you answer him because you never know how he's going to be glorified through you it's not for you it's for him 
and ultimately we owe God everything because he gave us everything. All right, this is another chapter of Phenomenal Purpose for you. Have a blessed day.